Welcome to the Pascal Ngwe Podcast. Pastor Pascal is the senior pastor of Alive Bible Church, a vibrant and growing church with branches across South Africa. Pastor Pascal is an anointed teacher of the Word of God who makes the Bible to come alive. Get ready to be empowered as you listen to the Word of God. Work for Jesus. Oh, I'm talking about somebody who is looking for a breakthrough tonight. Somebody is looking for a breakthrough tonight. Number one is what? Yeah. Number two is what? Take my yoke. The person Jesus is asking to take his yoke is a person who is weary. And the person is burdened already. As the person is coming, he is weary and he is burdened. And now Jesus turns to say to the person, come. When you come, say, take. Hey. What are, what, I mean, is, is this a setup? <laughs> I mean, what's going on here? You made such a nice invitation. And I came because of, now you are saying, take my yoke. Oh, Jesus, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened. I'll give you rest. Hey, rest? You give? You give rest? I'm coming now. Jesus, where are you? I'm coming right now, right now. As soon as you arrive, okay, take this yoke. I'm going to teach you something. I hope you never forget it. You see, God doesn't think the way you think. Please learn this. God doesn't, he even told us in his word, my thoughts are not your thoughts. So, the way you, you process things, you, you must always remember that maybe that is not how God processes things. Neither are your ways my ways. Meaning, the way you go about things, find that scripture in Isaiah. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways, in other words, the way I go about doing things is not the way you go about doing things. So, never compare, never assume that because you know this way, that's the way God is also going to go. You will miss God a lot. You, you miss God most of the time. God has his own way. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. Okay, you see the scripture, no? Yeah. It means for me to go from here to Rastan, there's a way I know. And when God says to me, I'm going to take you to Rastenberg, I'm going to immediately assume the way I know is the way God is going to use to take me to Rastenberg. Now God is saying to us, my ways are not your ways. 
I have other ways to get you to Dustin Rustenberg. And when I'm taking you through those, you might not even think you are going to Rustenberg. But if you trust me, you will end up in Rustenberg. When you are weary and burdened, do you need another yoke? I mean, let's be honest. When you are suffering, do you need another person to now bring another thing that will even be more suffering for you? So in your way of thinking and in your way of going about things, that's not the way that like when somebody wants to help you, he must just carry away the burden, take everything away and give you the rest he says was going to give you. That's the way you know and that's the way we all know. I'm I'm not communicating to us. Now Jesus has another way. I repeat, he has another way. And even if for your whole life you've never been taught this, you must understand that's how Jesus is. And that's why you keep missing him. When you come to church, you come because you want this to be done for you. You want that to be done for you. You want, have you noticed that most of those things, they remain undone? Eh? Or you haven't noticed yourself? And you, you stay there, you say, hey, no, let me go try somewhere. And then you go try somewhere. You say, yeah, go. I don't work like that. Hmm? Okay. I started working for Sun International in September. Was was it the thirty first or the first somewhere there? Two thousand and eight. They said to me, "No, come. We'll give you rest." Isn't it? I don't remember them giving me taxi money when I came that whole month. Or maybe it happened to you that the day you came and they employ you today, they also gave you a salary that day. And then you started now coming to work with the salary they gave you. Because the way me I know it, you are looking for a job because you are broke. Now that you got the job, you are rather now, you have to now make your own way. Oh, you don't understand what I'm trying to say. You have to make your own way. You are broke already. In fact, that's why you came this job. And these people are not thinking to themselves, ah, but this guy, how is he going to come tomorrow? They don't, ah, that, that's not, a, you, you say you, you say you are coming, come. You are expected there the next day and the other day for the whole month. You must figure yourself out. And when you have done it, You've taken care of their business. I mean, you came with problems. Nobody has even listened to your problem. Nobody has listened to the fact that your mother is sick. Nobody has listened to the fact that and you cannot come and say, I need an advancement. If you even mention something like that, that I, they say, please go home. Go, 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 go. We don't want you here. You must hold your horses. All your problems, you put them aside. And you save. You do what? yourself. And when you finish serving today, nobody is giving you taxi money. You have to walk home. 
I see them sometimes then the bushes of Bacatling. They are going. You walk. As if you don't have problems already. You are at home. You didn't have a problem. You didn't have to walk. Now you went and assigned your name somewhere. Now you are walking. On top of the fact that you don't have food, now you are walking. It's as if these people are heartless. But if you keep doing it until a certain day, you'll be surprised. They will remember you small and give you something. They are not giving you that thing because you are broke. They are not giving you that thing because your mother is sick. They are giving you that thing because you worked. God has never introduced himself as Father Christmas. In fact, Father Christmas is a fake thing that doesn't exist anyway. If you are still believing in Father Christmas, you are the problem. Because there's, there's, not, there's no Father Christmas anywhere in this world. You are believing in Father Christmas. Things that don't exist, you believe in them. I'm saying to you that when you go somewhere, it's because you, don't, you already have a lot of problems. But they never say to you, oh, as you've come like this, how, how, are, things, how are things at home? Is there food? They will never, they know if they ask us a question. Ah. They will have to cater for the whole company. So they just tell you, guys, let's start working. And how are we going to come? Ah, don't ask me. Make your way. And at the end, your reward comes. They give you. Then your joy comes back. Then you can go and solve the rice. Then you can go and solve the chicken. Then your power comes. And then you feel energy to go again. And that's how God is. When you come to God, God is aware of all your problems. He knows them. He knows you don't have this. He knows your mother is this. He knows all of that. He says, take my yoke. Start working. Now, you do it gladly for man. But you find it hard to do it for God. We do it gladly for men that will cheat us. Yeah, they will cheat you. The, the money you are expecting. How many of you have ever expected the salary and you go that salary that you are, you are expecting the salary to be this much and it came that much? It's always low. I know it's always low. Most of the time, it's always low. You are always surprised. I mean, you ask yourself, "What is going on? What is going on?" Yet, you've entrusted them to work for them like that. But when it, when God says to you, Jesus says, "You take my yoke," you say, "Hmm." Me, I didn't come here to work. Eh? I came here for a breakthrough. I'm here for a breakthrough. I'm trusting God for a breakthrough. Wow. Breakthrough without work. That's us. <laughs> Can I tell you something? God is the first employer that ever existed. That is, 
the first person to ever employ man was God. As we are here today, you are behaving as if God doesn't know how to employ people. God is new to the employment business. Whoever gave man his first job? The first, the first person to even tell man, work. He placed man somewhere. He invented a company and took man, put the man there in charge of his company. And he gave man a salary. He said, eat all, all the fruits here. Who was the first to employ you? As you are making it look like working for God is the greatest burden in your life. It's a suffering. We dodge it. Uh, we dodge it the best way we can. We find all kinds of excuses. You see people that say, they can't do this, they can't do this, they can't. Give them a small job of 3,000, you will see the real self come now. You will see them work. You, they will work. Hey, they will go there every day for 3,000. 3,000, they will work the whole month for 3,000. In that 3,000, they pay rent, maybe 1,000. The taxi, another thousand. Grows, they only say with two hundred, but they be doing it gladly. Take three people to share. Eh? La pile, eh? I don't. I can't do that. I don't know what is that. I don't know how to do that. I think I should go to Mokwase. Maybe Mokwase will 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 flow with my teachings. Mokwase, my flow with my teachings. Hmm? Work for me, he's saying to you. When you come to me, I know you have a problem. I know you are weary. I know you are bad. Forget about that. Start working. If you can catch this secret, you will see yourself. I know that you don't have this. I know that when you go and work for a company, they know that's why they even see your face. They can see you are hungry. <laughs> ah, they, they can see you are hungry. You are hungry. But they don't give you lunch. KK, do they give you lunch? They don't give you. Bet, you know, you have to sort yourself out to go there. And you have to sort yourself out for your lunch. As if they don't know you are hungry. As if they, they can see. Even when they tell you, they can smell. Your breath is not nice. It's like you don't even have toothpaste. But they never come and say, oh, uh, this is toothpaste. There's something. No, 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 no. Go sort yourself out. Go sort yourself out. But as soon as you come to God, from the day you arrive, God must open a bank account for you. God must put you on medical aid. God must have a, a, a provident fund for you. God must, I mean, you must just be enjoying for free. Is that not an encouragement of laziness? The God who said, whoever doesn't work shouldn't eat. Must he not make you eat without work? Because you, you came hungry. You don't understand God. That's why you are behaving like this. You don't know God well. You see, you think God is Father Christmas. You just come, he start dishing. I'm asking you, ever since you've been seeing people coming to church, have they received those things that they are always claiming? God give. God never, he doesn't even listen to them. What have you done? What have you done for me? What have you achieved for me? When it comes to me, you are lazy. When it comes to me, you don't know anything to do. But as soon as you get a small job of 1,500, you become powerful. You know how to move. You know how to do this. You know everything. 
But when it comes to God, you are useless. You don't know nothing. You just come and sit and you are quiet. You are quiet. When it comes to the work of your father, you are quiet. You don't know, you don't know how to call people. You don't know how to invite people. But if I give you a job now as, as a call center person, all of a sudden you know how to call. All of a sudden you know how to make a phone call. All of a sudden you know how to talk on the phone. For 1,005. You are here. You are not thinking of anything God also wants. You are just thinking of what you want. That's why he's not giving you anything. So you come to him first. Number two, surprisingly, you start working. As soon as you arrive... (laughs) I say, as soon as you arrive, you must start working. If you don't want to work for God, don't also sit there and expect big things from God. Find that scripture. He who doesn't work shouldn't eat. Because God said it. Oh, yes. Pastor, me, I'm still looking for a job. I don't, that's why I'm coming. I want God to give me a job. God has given you a job, sir. Work for him. Pastor, that's not the type of job I'm talking about. I'm talking about a real job. Oh! So the job of God is not a real job. God is offended. You are saying that his job is nothing. That he must help you get, I mean, this person that has fake jobs, he must help you get a real job. Wow, you are powerful. I mean, God, the job of God is fake. But he must help you get a real job. But when it comes to his job, his job is a fake job. But the man with a fake job is a specialist in getting people real jobs. For even when we were with you, we gave you this rule. If a man will not work, he shall not eat. So God said, if a man doesn't work, he mustn't eat. And God is giving you work. And you don't want to work it. Look, if we go by this rule, and some of you will die of hunger. Like if we just, if we just take this rule as it is. Some of you are not supposed to eat for maybe like a whole month. Because when you wake up in the morning, you don't cook, you don't clean. You don't do nothing. So if we go by this rule, some of you will die of hunger. It is the mercy of your mother and your father that is keeping you alive for now. And many times it is the mercy of God that is just keeping you in the system. Like you are just, God is just merciful towards us many times. Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah. As I'm standing here, I'm working. This is work. This is work. The work of God. This is ministry is called the work of God. The work of God is called ministry. When you invite a person to church, you are working. When you go visit people, you are working. You, I want to teach you the work of God. The work of God is you pray. When you come to church, like we came here, you come to, you pray, you know, and go work. You cannot work for 10. Have you ever found a work where you work for 10 minutes? Huh? Do you know such a work where you do it for 10 minutes and you get paid? 
Real work is measured in hours. Hours that you spend on the thing. It's actually the hours you spend on the thing that determine the work. I've been here since I think half past four. I'm still here. It's work. It's work. The hours you spend on the things are when you leave your house in the morning and you'll be moving and you are doing nothing, you are just working for God. You are just doing the things that involve God's work. You are visiting people, you are checking on people, you are calling people, securing them for Sunday. You are working. Please understand, you are not give, doing God a favor, you are working for him. That is what we call the work of God. And when you keep coming up with excuses when it comes to his work, forget about the salary. I said forget about the salary. Because the rule is standing. A man will not, if a man will not work, he shall know it. It's as simple as that. That's why I must get on the job all the time. Hey, I cannot rest. I must be on the job all the time. All the time. I must become a professional worker of God. I must become a professional minister. I must work until I score some serious hours and I must work overtime until heaven has to release a serious bonus on my life. Find that scripture. The laborer is worthy of his pay. God is not a Father Christmas. Just dishing out things. Eh? Okay. Lord, give me a plane right now. Where is the plane? Lord, I want... I hear that you are a giver. Give me, give me my plane. Where is the plane? If you like, go ask and say, Lord, um, I just need about 10,000 rand. Can you release it for me right now? But again, I told you God is a giver. Just go outside and say, Lord, I heard you are a giver. 10,000, I receive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Come, 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 come. Oh, oh. You'll be there for 1,000. In fact, people think you are crazy. There's nothing like that. Yeah. But get busy with his work. 10,000 will just arrive like that. You got the scripture? The laborer is worthy of his wages. Jesus was sending his disciples to go and do his work. Okay, start maybe from verse 5. But whatever house you enter first, say peace to this. So he was telling them, when he sent them, he said, when you go, you enter a house, say peace be to this house, right? Verse 6. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. Verse 7. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. He was saying to them, when you enter a house, you will be there to minister. When you are in that house, they will give you food. Eat it. They will give you water. Drink it. Why? Why? A laborer. 
a laborer. Jesus is saying, you going to the house of a person, is you are working. So you deserve to eat and you deserve to drink. But if you are staying in your house, you are not doing anything. You don't deserve to eat. The rule is coming. If a man does not work, he shouldn't eat. So those of us, you are always finding excuses. Every week you show up alone. Every week you show up alone. But if I give you a 500 rent job now, and I say to you, if by the end of tonight, you gather just five people, you'll have 500. The same you. I said the same you. You'll see fire. Why don't you think of 100, 200, 300, 400? When you see people, you'll be seeing 100 rent. When you see a person, you'll be seeing, you'll not see, you'll not even remember their name. You are seeing 100 rent. When you see a person, it's 100 rent. It's another 100 rent. It's another 100 rent. Yeah. The same you who is saying, no, me, I don't know how to talk to people. Eh? Me, I don't, I don't know how to invite people. A little 500 will set you on fire now. Unfortunately for you, God doesn't operate like that. God wants you to work and then he pays. And he will never tell you what he's going to give you. He wants you to trust him. And unfortunately, you want to know. Lord, me, when I work, I want to know. I want to know what's the salary. I've got many bills to pay. What's, what's how much are you going to pay me? Eh? My previous work, they were giving me 5000 But if you are saying I must work and you will pay. Lord, if we make it 7.5 or about 8, I think I can roll. Then, then you come now. You come. All of you here, if I say end of the month, I will give each one of you 5000 If you make sure that the church is full every Sunday, you will see fire here in this place. You will see, you will see things here that you've never seen before in your life. People even go and hire people and say, look, end of the month, look, end of the month, I'm going to get 5,000. If you and you and you and you and you come, I give you 200, 200, 200, 200. You just need to come. That's why I don't want anything. You see how you become a businessman. So God doesn't want you to work for money. God wants you to work for him. He said you cannot serve God and money. That's the problem. God wants you to work for him, not for money. God doesn't want the motivation of your actions to be money. God wants the motivation of your actions to be your love for him. And that is where we are stuck. And then it reveals we are not ready to do something because we love him. Because we don't love him. We are not ready for that. We can do it if he's paying us. But not if we love him. Now, God is motivated by love, everything about So, when there's no love, he cannot enjoy it. It must be done out of love for, it to, for him to enjoy it. 
those of you that are doing things for recognition, God is not enjoying them because your motivation is not life. Your motivation is recognition. If you are doing something for money, God is not enjoying it because your motivation is not him. Your motivation is money. It means as soon as the money stops, you stop. People of God, I'm so glad I'm not serving God for money. I'm tell, I'm so glad everything I'm doing is not because I'm expecting this, I'm expecting this. I mean, look at us here. What can you give me? I mean, let's be honest. Look at us. Small, 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 small. I'm doing this because I love Jesus and because you matter to Jesus. And if you matter to Jesus, then I must give you my best. And he will decide what he's going to pay me with. And I've trusted him with that for many years. He hasn't failed me. God's system is you do for him first. Never forget that. When you come to God, he is not interested in you doing for you. He wants you to do for him first. Find it in the book of First uh, Kings 17. Are you blessed by this? I'm giving you the keys. Seven steps to your breakthrough. What is step number one? Come to Jesus or become spiritual. If you want to understand it better, become a spiritual person. Number two, work for Jesus. Get in the ministry. Don't stay at home the whole week. You are not winning any souls. You are not inviting anybody to change. You are not doing anything for Jesus. You are not doing well. You are not doing well at all. You can be there in the system for many years. It's like Jesus doesn't even see you. I promise you, don't do that. People have done that and they've regretted. You'll be there. I'm telling you, even marriage will not come. Not, you'll just be there. Jesus will make sure nobody sees you. He will make sure that your things are not moving. Hmm? As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jar. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. So this is our last meal. After we eat this, it's over. We're going to die. Is this one is talking to Elijah the prophet. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first, make a meal loaf of bread, a small loaf of bread for me. From what you have. Ah, I already told you that I have a little thing left. I'm, a, I'm going to cook it. Me and my son, we will eat it. After that, what will happen? We will die. So it tells that it's a very little thing that is left. Then Elijah, the man of God, says, Okay, I heard what you are saying. But go, cook it. But cook it for me. First. I'm saying to you, if, if you don't understand this about God, you struggle a lot with God. 
Because it seems as if God is not interested in your thing when you come. He's too big. He knows he will sort you out. So his problem is never, can I sort her out? His problem is, can she sort me out? Can she, can he do something for me? His problem, he knows that he will sort you out a thousand times. That's, that is never an issue to him. His issue is, who are you? What can you do for me? That is problem. And we keep failing that small test. But first, make a small cake of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. Bring it to me. After you make it, don't bring it to me. That you know that this is all that is you can take. I mean, today the it sounds so cruel. Look at that man of God. He went to a widow. She only had a small thing. He took it. And he even told her, bring it to me first. What type of man of God is that? He doesn't have compassion. That's how we are. Then make something, then make something for yourself. <laughs> After you brought it, make something for yourself and your son. Wow. I mean, this sound like this is a cruel come on to me, all of you who are weary and laden. We have come. Okay. You see that yoke there? Take it and start working. Ah! What is this? That's how God is. He knows he will sort you out big time. Big time. He's just testing your heart. You want me to do something great for you. What can you do for me? What can you do for me? I know you want me to give you this gift. I can do all of that, but what can you do for me? Ah, Lord, but me, me, I don't have. I don't know anything. I can't do anything. Oh, that's not true. If I release money now, you become strong. So it's your heart. And the heart matters to God a lot. Look at the next verse. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, the jar of flour will, ne- will not be used up and the jar of oil will not dry up until the day the Lord gives rain on the land. So if you do this, there will be oil in your house until the rain comes. It was your last oil. It was your last flour. But if you put me first, it will be an eternal flower. It will continue running. Look at the next verse. We need to go home. She went away and did as Elijah had told her. How many of us will walk away here today and will do exactly the opposite of what Pastor Pascal said? We'll walk out of here and we'll do the exact opposite of what was instructed. And we'll turn around and be surprised why everything is just stuck. She went away and did exactly, eh, did what Elijah told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman. So Elijah actually stayed there. That's God coming in your situation and he stays that to ensure that he will never go down. You will never go down with him in your boat. 
Do you think if she had gone and disobeyed Elijah, Elijah was going to go there and stay there? She was going to die exactly what she said. She was going to die. But she had to trust God. His trust. Ah, but Lord, I don't even have money for anything. Now you say I must go and start inviting people to church. Yes, do it. I must take my little airtime and start calling. Yes, call people. Become a worker of God. Make yourself a minister. Come and pray. Fast. Invite people. Sweat for God a bit. You've never, have you ever sweated for God before? Have you ever sweat like you, the sweat is coming and it's not because of, 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 of man that you are sweating because of God? Have you ever done that in your life? Again, when it comes to God, we are always polished. Matthew 6.33 Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek first. Hmm? We know all these things. Look, don't tell me I am not You are called. All of you are called. That's why you are in this church. There are so many churches in Lidak. You could have been there. If you are in this one, it means you are called. Because in this church, I believe the people God sent me are called. So if God didn't send you to that church, that church, God rather sent you here. It means you are called. Tell the person next to you, you are called. You are called 100%. 100% you are called. And I want you to change your mind about yourself. And to see that thing. Ah, Pastor, me, I'm not into ministry. Who is into ministry? Who is into it? Who is into it? You are called. Take your call seriously. And start working for God. Work for God. Work for God. Work for God. Work for God. What is the work of God? Prayer. Visitation. Counseling. Interactions. That's the work for God. Going and calling people. Every time you take your time, you invite three people to church, you are working for God. Mm. I think Omega worked for God last Sunday. He brought two of his friends to church. And some of you didn't work for God last Sunday. You came alone. You've been coming alone and alone. You think I don't see you? You are just coming and eating and eating and eating and you are not getting fat. You are always hungry. Why? Because you are not doing it well. When you get small, you need to go and give it. Then you are now working. So God has to give you more. It becomes nice. When you are forever eating, 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 and you are not giving, you get what we call constipation. What is constipation? Eating and not releasing. You just, and then you start having stomach problems. Complication, gastronomic complications. Hmm? That's why you must become a cell leader. You receive, you gather your people, you give. You receive, you gather your people, you give. Then you can never be sick. You will always be healthy because you receive, you give, you receive, you give, and you keep growing. I don't care what you are saying. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, don't, I know you are thinking about so many things in your head. But 
want to tell you something. I've said it here before. I never thought I can be a pastor. So I don't know why you are sitting here thinking that if you're supposed to be a pastor, God is supposed to show you. God didn't show me. I discovered it along the way. And I know there are pastors sitting here, right here in front of me. There are pastors that are sitting here. There are servants of God that are sitting here. And I'm releasing you in your calling and in your ministry. Let nothing hold you back anymore. Refuse to limit yourself. Refuse to say, I cannot do it. Listen, you are called by God, not by man. God is the one saying to you, come to me. Take my yoke. It's not the yoke of Pastor Pascal. That's the yoke of Jesus you are rejecting. And the same Jesus, you want him to fix your problems. Like you say, he's giving it a, a catch. Come to me, I give you rest. Take my yoke first. Take my yoke first. Get busy with my staff, my sister. Jesus is saying to you, take my yoke. During the week, let it not only be Z who is moving. You move too. Let's all move. Let's work for him. It will never be a waste. It will never be a waste. And I see God giving you that breakthrough. Thank you for listening. May God bless you. Remember to subscribe to receive our latest service notifications and to share the link. You can also watch our pastor, Pastor Pascal, live on our Facebook page, Alive Bible Church HQ, or on our YouTube channel, Alive Bible Church SA. Remember, you are alive to give life. Oh,